0: Tom Gerhardt and Dan Provost are the guys behind Studio Neat. On this show, we discuss entrepreneurship, product design, and all of the ups and downs that come with running a small business. I'm Mike Hurley, and this is Thoroughly Considered.
1: Episode 100! Episode 100, that really stuck up on us.
0: I actually really did because we started our, <laughs> we got on the call today and Dan was like, oh, it's episode 100. And me and Tom were like, oh, I didn't know that. Uh, this show began in 2015.
1: Oh, man. Don't say things like wow. that. Actually, Do you know when? What? When?
0: Uh, yeah, it was uh, September 21st,
1: 2015. It's oh, almost eight years ago.
0: You know, I was thinking about the beginning of this show uh, just a couple of weeks ago. We might actually talk about this today. I don't know. But, uh, Obviously, we've mentioned it before, if you're new to the show uh, or if you've joined at any point after its transformation, this was originally kind of like a project diary for a product that you guys were starting on. You launched a Kickstarter for which called Obi, which was a laser cat toy was its uh, purpose. And I was thinking about this with all of these new like iPhone docs and stuff that they're like you can make robotic ones and stuff like that mm-hmm. now. And it just <laughs> I just started thinking about like old Obi, you know, <laughs> like if that would have worked, maybe you guys would be in the robotic dock business. I don't know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well it's funny, so after the failure of Obi, you know, it was a real come to Jesus moment and Tom and I had a lot of discussions of like, okay, what is our next thing going to be? What space do we want to play in? And, you know, of course we already had the glyph. And so we went pretty heavy in the direction of like, what other photography based iPhone photography based accessories would be interesting and we were definitely exploring, like, basically what they've ha- – I haven't looked too much in what they've allowed, but this, like, API kit for motorized, like, gimbals and swivels and stuff. Like, we were considering making a motorized, like, panning thing yep. for, like, time lapses or stop motion things yep. because the, the, play- the space we were in with Ob was, like, we make hardware – and we are good at making apps, software. So it's like, what kind of product can we make that combines the two that isn't a laser cat toy? <laughs> and so uh, that's why we we're kind of going that. It's like, oh, cool. We could have like a pretty simple object. It's just like a motorized pivot. Yep. But if we have this software element part of it, too, like those two could work together and it would know like when to take the picture for the time lapse or whatever, at what angle, you know, it's facing. And we kind of explored that space quite a bit. And then for yeah. one reason or another, we're just like, this isn't actually the right direction to head in.
0: Well, the key thing about this dot kit stuff is as well as well, maybe not the key thing, but an interesting thing, as well as giving you the ability to connect to a motorized dock and move it. Apple also have a system-built tracking, right? Mm, so like mm. you could make your own app, but you can also use Apple's where you could put your phone in this motorized dock and it will lock onto your face because it recognizes the other face. And as you move around, it's just going to do the whole thing. You as the dock maker don't need to do any of that mm, stuff. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting. And also it's like, I mean we can look at this and try and think about future things Apple might do but it's also just like why why'd you do this <laughs>
2: Yeah it's it seems it seems really niche yeah for them to like put in all the effort to do that so yeah I don't know I don't know what they're planning.
1: Yeah my guess would be they built it for um the like I forget what they call it, center stage or whatever for, like with the can't where the camera does that and it wasn't that much to just wrap it up in an API, you know. Like that's what the these center things
0: stage are. is doing something completely different. Center stage is just doing software trickery on a uh, ultra wide camera. I
1: know, but the the hard part about that problem is like the really good face tracking, oh, like tracking and the, the inference. To, you mean. And so, yeah. like that is actually the hard part. Not then because they're not going to send you motor control signals. Like they'll be sending you like I, I don't know how it's built, but I'm sure it's like there's a virtual space that is created and they tell you where in the virtual space the thing is and then you have to point it. Like it's, you know, I don't think they're, they're not sending you. Yeah, because
0: it does like left, right and up and down. Yeah, think You can you can do both of those. My expectation and the expectation of most like loads of people is just like this is something they've been playing around with because, well, one, they have the new continuity camera for FaceTime. So that would be kind of cool. So you can yeah. have, like put your phone on the thing and it can move around. But also they're probably making something. Like some kind of like home pod, they don't with make a devices camera. like that though, maybe, but they don't right now. But there's like all these little things, like they've got this yeah. thing called standby, which we're probably going to talk about. And like now, the Apple TV does FaceTime calls if you happen to have a camera. Yeah. Like, there's all these like little component parts that kind of if you smush them all together, you could end up <laughs> with a home pod with a screen.
1: I, my guess is the reason why they're doing APIs because they want other people to make that, and not them.
0: But they definitely want other people to make it.
1: If yeah. they were going to make it, they would. They would just be like, mm, this isn't an API yet. We'll just make it first, you know. Yeah, I don't know. very strange,
0: very interesting. Do you have any interest in making a motorized dock for us?
1: Uh, you know, I think we could do a really good job at making a, like, really user-friendly, like, um, like you said, like, stop-motion, time-lapse, panning thing just because of that combination of hardware and software. Like, we could do it a really excellent job, but it's such a different... Uh, we were actually just talking about this today, like being in the space of like making um, things that are really tied to technology that we don't control. It's just, it sucks to have that like loose end that you don't control. Whereas like, you know, if we're making a pin, I mean, there's definitely some things we don't control, like the ink refill and stuff, but like it's, uh, it's just nice to be a little bit more, like have more control over, you know, it feels like things could last a really long time, right? Like we could sell the Mark mm-hmm. one for 30 years, you know, really easily. Yes. And that feels mm-hmm. like, cool. So, so yeah, so that is, uh, so I don't know. I'm trepidatious. It definitely wouldn't be the first thing we do, (laughs) you know, like we have lots of other things.
2: Yeah. I'll answer more strongly. Like I have zero interest (laughs) in (laughs) making something like that. Like I, for all the reasons Tom said, and I, like, I really like the space we're playing in right now, which is like nice tools that will last forever and will solve they solve the hammer problem. Like I always think of a hammer when I think of a tool in terms of like, oh, you buy a nice hammer and it's like, I don't have to think about hammers anymore. I have the nice hammer. That's no longer a problem that I need to think about. And I like the idea of making tools that fit in that space where it's like, oh, I have this great pen and now like my pen problem is solved. Uh, And so that's like a space I really like to be in right now
0: what about the material dock I mean obviously Apple's like they want everyone to own docks now like dock it up basically I think
1: it will will see I mean I think it could be easily be a thing that we stop selling like just depending on how things go. Oh, you think you would stop? I would assume that there'd be more of an interest in them now. Yeah,
2: no, where the stand... I think it's talking to the standby mode. Oh, yeah. Now yeah. And how that's like...
1: It's just... But I just mean for the longer term, you know, it's just there's a lot of competition, right? So it's like a... There it's is a lot of
2: competition. There
1: is. Yeah. And again, like for us, you could also say, oh, there's a lot of competition for the like a pin. And there is. There's more competition. But that's the thing where like we could design it once... And know that we could sell it for a really long time. A doc that has to really, to do it well, has to like respond to Apple. You know, you only have a couple of years. And so it's a, it's a tricky thing. It's like a, it's a different kind of, it's different. It's very different in a lot of ways. I do
0: think too, you guys are playing in a, I think with a very strong competitive advantage with the pens compared to the things that are around you right yeah mm-hmm. i don't know if you I, I don't think it's you have that much like belkin yeah like we're not docks, mm-hmm. right? belkin
1: has such an advantage on us
0: but like, also like there are so many artisanal magsafe docs now Yeah, yeah 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 exactly. and there's only so much you can do to
1: differentiate and yeah. like
0: a lot of companies are differentiating by doing some kind of electric solution which is interesting right but yeah. that's not really a world that you wanna dive too deeply into of
1: integrating whatever. Yeah, like we have to we're not tooled up to be there. And so it's like sure we
0: could. And but with the pens, especially with the Mark One, especially yeah. with the Mark One, you have a competitive advantage because you built the mechanism. Yeah. Because the proprietary mechanism that makes that pen such a treat, right? Yeah. Like that the click and no one no one's got that. And like this is I think a. If you had gone, we spoke about this so many times. but This is episode one hundred, so we can repeat stuff. I think so if you had gone with that Schmidt mechanism, you wouldn't have the same competitive. Oh yeah, advantage. it yeah, would yeah, look yeah, really sure. nice, but other people could make something that looks really nice too, and they do. Yeah. But your guys yeah. works best. So
1: yeah, so yeah, I think you're right. Just bang on, like uh, you know, we're in this rarely niche. The material ducts acting is a very niche thing where it's like, hey, if you really want Apple cables or have Apple cables and you really trust them then this works for you and it's like really finished really well but it's a pretty small you know it's a really niche thing so i don't know who knows but i definitely like it it definitely feels now that we've not had these products that are like tenuously tied to like larger (laughs) behemoth companies (laughs) it's nice to not have that constraint (laughs) I mean,
0: that's just something we see more and more now, especially like with software, right? Yeah. I have no doubt that you guys have been paying attention to the Reddit stuff. This is the part you Mm -hmm. build your business based on somebody else's business, and you could wake up one day and you have no business. Yeah. 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 It's very, it's very difficult, very unfortunate. Yeah.
1: But, you know, I could see if there's some opportunity where it made a lot of sense, like we definitely would not be closed, like, not Mm. be closed off to it at all. So,
0: I remain increasingly sad that I'm going to need to change the way that I charge my iPhone. Mm. You know me; I love, I love the OG material docks. That's what I have. Yeah, the ones with the lightning cable in them, and I stand my phone in it. (laughs) And now, like they got standby, which is a feature I really want, which only works. I I think it only works. Well, you have to be charging in landscape. I assume it's Qi charging, but I'm actually not
1: 100. Well, I, I bet you sure. they don't make you do Qi charging though. But you have to be charging in landscape, yeah. which yeah.
0: I mean the material. I mean, I guess I put the material dock on its side, <laughs> but then also the iPhone's going to USB-C, and there are no USB-C cables fitting in that Lightning cable yeah. Yeah. port. So yeah. I'm gonna have to give it up. And so I'm gonna have to move, and I will move to to the other material docks. But like, oh, thank I just want you. everyone to know I'm sad about it because I have yeah. to take my little uh, pop socket, my magnetic pop socket's gonna oh. have to come off the phone every day, every time I need to charge. It's gonna be really annoying for me. But yeah, so there it go.
2: Well, sorry to the future though. Learn to <laughs> learn to love it. Maybe just get rid I of that pop socket. It.
0: No, the pop is the best thing. So I guess my the main best use thing? <laughs> Yes, my main use for the pop socket, right? Which is a thing that I've never found something to replicate it, is I can so easily watch video on my iPhone because my iPhone can permanently at any point be put in landscape yeah. yeah, yeah and it'll yeah, just sit yeah. there. Like I yeah, love no, that. I, and I, I use it all the time. Yeah. So I get it. I get it. It's such a it would be such a bummer.
2: There has to be someone who makes a case that has a built in little kickstand that is not in the way of the MagSafe
0: Yes. Thing. But I don't want a case on my iPhone. <laughs> you see, like these are the. Oh, I made this I see, very uncomfortable bed yeah. for myself that I have this set of things that are now all in conflict with yeah. each other. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it so, was on a collision course that yes. was going to happen. And I at do some
0: think the, mag, the MagSafe pop socket, which is what I use, is the best solution to deal with my problem because yeah. it and comes off so easily. So,
1: per- so secure that you not you've never been nervous about the it's magnet It's never come
0: off. I yeah. hold my iPhone constantly with the MagSafe uh-huh. pop socket just holding on the pop socket. And it's
1: perfectly fine.
0: Never it's never come off. So cool. I have no problems with it. They've done a good job. The 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 first version of it was bad and it did come off and then they kind of went uh-huh. away and increased the magnet strength and stuff. Cool. And, and I'm very happy with it but just mm. that time is that time is
1: coming for me. Good on you, Popsocket. Yep, good, good work. Pop the little Socket. tiny brand, Popsocket.
0: <laughs> they have like a whole thing. Where oh, like I'm sure it's they're pat- they're like they're so. I wanted to try and work with them. I wanted to make a Cortex Popsocket for a uh-huh. while. And they were mm-hmm. just not into it. They're like. They 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 will work with brands, but like, what's the address of your physical store? It's like I don't have one. It's like, well, that's yeah. the end of that then. I like I don't <laughs> understand. This doesn't make any sense. Why are we doing this? Like, that's that's where they are, and now I don't want it anymore. Uh, we have tons of follow up because we haven't we have not recorded in a very long stretch of time because mm-hmm. I was away in California. But we finally have a price for the monitor that you want, Dan. Your thirty-two inch six mm. K. Dell monitor with the really ugly borders <laughs> and disgraceful camera uh it's three thousand two hundred dollars how do you how do you feel now camera. <laughs> uh,
2: I am sad to announce that I am a coward because okay. I did not I did not get this monitor I just got the Apple studio display oh you've
0: bought a studio display
2: now after that whole thing I did. And it you know what? It was it actually came down to price. Like thirty two hundred dollars is half the price of the XDR, but it's also twice the price of the studio display. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like it's significantly cheaper than the 32 inch competitor, but it is still quite a step up from, you know, a 27 inch monitor. So that was really the deal breaker at the end. Was like, am I really gonna pay twice as much for it is also a visually compromised monitor as well that yeah, yes but that, that 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 <laughs> i that compromise. i'm fine with <laughs> i don't disagree with the criticism but i also like you could have stomach. i'm too i'm too old and tired to care anymore <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> also is that why you went for the studio display not like a comparable og display because you could have done that
2: yeah that's true i could have saved a couple hundred bucks probably but, but the the, great. the The ugly camera on the Dell monitor was a plus for me because I imagine that camera is so much better than the garbage camera in the studio display. Like, I don't want to keep using my iPhone continuity camera. Like, I want a nice... uh, So that ugly camera was actually a plus for me. 4K HDR
0: webcam inside of that big, big circle.
2: I'm sure it's a good camera. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I didn't have the courage this time, but maybe next time I'll... next and time well, now, you you've seen you've seen the rumors now it's like ooh apples working on like a 30 inch iMac and it's like oh no <laughs> <laughs> that's years away
1: Nah, you know what Yeah, i think away. separating the computer and the monitor I, yeah, is the I, way to go i i think mm-hmm.
2: so i think so too but i'm going to be so mad if they have a 30 32 inch iMac and not a comparable standalone display that's they will. that's you know in that size class cuz
0: that's been a rumor for longer that that they're going to do I mean, and it just keeps getting bumped down the road, right? But the rumor is there will be a display that will sit feature and price wise. I mean, technically over the Pro Display XDR, but they'll kind of put it in the middle, like mm-hmm. price wise. But like feature wise, it should be better because they're probably going to do what is it, micro LED or mini LED, whichever one they've got in mm-hmm. the iPads, whichever one is, you know, uh, mm-hmm. in a bunch of their devices now. Not like the display in the side of those goggles, though. Ooh, oh, boy, there's a good display in those things. Not that.
2: Yeah. Do we get to talk about goggles a show, or are you, are you talked out? I'm not talked out in the Vision
0: Pro. If you have anything you want to ask me about the Vision Pro, I'm, I'm all about it.
2: I have so many piping hot takes, Mike. You have no idea. Whoa, are we slipping into the tech corner before we've even left follow up? No, I don't know. We can we can put it aside. No, this
0: is episode or... one hundred. We do whatever we want. Oh, Tom, okay. do you want to hit the song? We'll just put it in the middle.
2: <laughs> no one can stop. The wild me. and rambunctious. There's no rules. There's no rules. <laughs>
1: My name is Dan, and I'm here to stay. Oh, I no. want a neck tech corner anyway. Okay, I'm happy you didn't
0: say it in a major way. That you know, that was... All right, so Apple Vision Pro, I got the opportunity to wear it for half an hour. Well, yeah, it's about half an hour. Congratulations, thank you. I feel very privileged that I got to try that because I was trying to work it out. There were like I don't know, like twelve rooms, and every demo took thirty minutes. But you were allotted like a one over one hour time frame that you were there. Mm-hmm. And they only do it for two days, and it wasn't two full days. And so, I just I was trying to like work out. I'm, there's several there people, people that got to do it. Yeah, that have that have been able to, fro well, from the media, that have
2: been able to see it. So I feel very lucky that I was one of those people. Verified cool. air. Yep. Well, yeah. Well, and I thought your uh, I thought your cortex episode was excellent, Michael. Thank you. Uh, that <laughs> was right the. Uh, That was probably my favorite, uh, like debrief of all the things I read, or it was the most gave me the clearest picture Mm -hmm. of like what it was like to to experience that demo and and stuff so yeah i was, I'm
0: honestly feel like i kind of blessed by the format of the content that i create that i could just sit and talk for a time however mm-hmm, long mm-hmm. it was going to take and just go through the entire process right like yeah. you can't really write that i don't think like i think it would just you yeah. bore people right like if but for, i think in a podcast in a conversation it works and i was able to like just work through that that thing so go listen to, i'm actually very proud of that episode people should go listen yeah. to it but yeah, yeah it's really good It was quite an experience.
1: So now that you have a little bit of space from it, like, I mean, is there any kind of like durable impressions you have that you think are like the real, true impressions walking away from that?
0: The the thing that is, I think, the most compelling to me is the whole spatial computing idea and like this has only been solidified now that the SDK is available. And so I've been seeing a bunch of developers posting on Mastodon like how they could potentially, you know, make their apps look and work. And this idea of window management in your physical environment is fascinating to me as a as an idea.
1: And you could like leave a window like up in a different room, right? Yes and you can go back
0: to it, and it will still be there. Yeah. And like, so that's, that's was like a really thing. interesting. We didn't really get to experience that, but I got to like move the windows around the room, but I was just
1: seated at the time. I see. Okay, so you couldn't like um, leave one in the corner and walk away or whatever. I, yeah. cou-
0: I could have, but, uh, yeah, but yeah, I didn't, but didn't yeah. necessarily think to do it. Like There was one moment like I took the FaceTime call and put it behind me, and like, you could hear that it was behind me, the person was speaking from behind me, and I could turn around and look at it. But it wasn't like, you know, that experience was, it was quite overwhelming and the people were talking you through it and like I wasn't going to, yeah, I didn't want to break from what they were asking me, like what they were suggesting or telling me to do because it's kind of like if I break this experience, I'm not going to enjoy it, right? So I kind of just was like... I heard some people were like, I tried to bring up the keyboard and I was just like, I don't know why. Like, just let them talk you through. Like it's, (laughs) you don't need to get like this big, like, "Ah, I found it. Like, it's it's like a very on rails demo. And like, if you verge out of that, like things will start to to fall apart. Like one of my parts just didn't work. And like, there kind of was no fail safe. Like, there was no fallback for the fact that, like, this little model wouldn't, it just had to be like, I'm sorry, we're going to need to move on to the next part. And it's like, okay. Like, because it's, you know, that operating system that was on those headsets was built to run that demo. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. there were things not running. Like, I know that they couldn't see my eyes on the outside. Like, there was no uh, way that that was on because they would have showed me that and they didn't show me that. Uh, right. Okay. So, like, there were, mm-hmm. it was very purpose built. Yeah. But, yeah. This idea of managing applications and the windows of applications while in a physical space, I think that's going to be the key productivity thing here. I think this will be an incredible entertainment device, but it is a solitary entertainment device, so that makes it a little bit more complicated. But just the quality of the screens produced a 3D experience, movie experience, that I've never experienced so so good. Like, we watched, I watched the scene of Avatar, and it was incredible.
1: It would would it be worth, if you were in a situation, like, you and Adina uh, are going to watch a movie, would you ever choose to put on two headsets to have the better viewing experience, but, like, the cut-off social experience? Or yeah. is it not that good? No, I would do that. You'd do that?
0: Like, the, I feel like the movie would need to fit, right? So, Like, like if, if it
1: was a... Like an avatar level, like it's made for this. It's super good.
0: The best experience would be watching it in the headset because, like, you're gonna get the actual 3D experience, and it's a better experience than seeing it in a movie theater because you don't have to wear the 3D goggles that make everything dim.
1: Yeah, and so you're, and so you think that the trade-off sometimes for some movies would be totally worth it for the social cutoff.
0: I think for most movies, like if if I care about a movie. I would prefer to watch a movie. I am one of those people that I like movie theaters. I like watching a movie on a big screen. I can only get so big in my home. Like my TV is like forty-two inches, but on this thing, that the screen that I was, it was like the size. It was like it was the size of a movie theater. Was what it looked to me, and so like that's always going to be better to watch a movie
2: yeah but he's he's asking if you and adina want to watch a movie are you both gonna put headsets on to get the better more immersive experience watching a movie together i wouldn't find that weird like i wouldn't find that weird it is a strange device
1: it is a trade-off though there is a trade-off yeah like a social trade-off you're making yes
0: the trade-off is you're wearing this thing on your head right and which i don't I don't know how comfortable this device would be for a movie. Like realistically, like if you were sitting and watching it for two and a half hours, like I don't know because I
2: only used it for half an hour. (laughs) I think, I think the move, I think the move is going to be watching in bed a movie on the ceiling. Yeah. (laughs) Like with your head on a pillow. (laughs) That would be, that would be incredibly comfortable and that would be a great experience, right?
0: Like that would be super good. But like, For, like, if me and Adina were at home, just like at home together, and like both working in our Vision Pros, that would be more weird to me. But, like, if we're like, we're going to watch a movie now, let's put the headset on. That's not so strange.
1: I don't, I have a hard time believing that for this first generation, people are really going to work with it for any amount of extended amount of time. It just feels like. It's just too. But now, if it gets lighter and and the software eventually really makes it feel advantageous, I could see it. But it just feels like such a yep. stretch, which is fine. They got to yep. do it. It's like fine, but that feels really far. Like that feels like a real stretch. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It is the the limiting factor of this is the size and weight. Like it's and it's going to be the limiting factor. But I think that's. F- fine for yeah, this one yeah, yeah, yeah. and i think they know it like they know it you know like and yeah
1: but then you got to start somewhere yeah i mean it's, yeah.
0: this is the beginning of it and you know i, I could have meant i wouldn't wear one all day but i would i would wear one for specific tasks you know like one of the the, yeah. the most compelling kind of spatial computing experiences that i've seen shared around is there's a the developer devin of an app called crouton which is a, a recipe app and as part of the recipe app, you can use it for cooking. So, like on your iPhone or iPad, you can have timers. So, like you put something, you put the chicken in, and you can turn on the chicken timer. Da, da, da. He compiled his app for Vision Pro and was playing around with it. And he's like, well, what if you could take the chicken timer and put it above the chicken and take the potatoes timer and stick it on the oven? And it's like, I wouldn't cook with this version on, right? Because it's too big. But if there was something, easier, then yeah, I would do that because that is so compelling of an idea of like, instead of trying to like doing the thing of like, oh, I have these four timers running and I need to look down the more and find the one that's named. Maybe what I've named it, but usually I have to try and infer based on memory of when I put these things in because I don't name all my timers. But if I'm just like, how long is left on the chicken and I look at the chicken, like that is... That's super good as a system.
1: There's all kinds of simple like just think about like assembling IKEA furniture. It's like, you know Yes. there's it. But it's like that's it only works if it's like trivial to just pop it on to like do a task, like a tool or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so Which this is
0: not. This yeah. is not this will not and is not going to be a trivial trivial experience.
2: But eventually it will be it and will that makes be. a lot of sense. Yeah.
1: And so I believe it will be.
2: Yeah. Well that I mean that speaks a little I had a I had a note in here about There was rumors, you know, before this launched where it was like, what they really want to make is AR glasses. And this is like a first stab and then they have this path to get there. But seeing it now and seeing how this thing works, it seems to me there is no path to glasses. Like AR glasses are a completely different product because this entire thing relies on it being light sealed and it being uh a projected video of your environment rather than the actual environment with overlaid stuff so these can get thinner these can become thinner and lighter ski goggles but they're always going to be ski goggles and a pair of glasses that is that are ar is a completely separate Uh, product and a completely i would
0: say yes and no I think it's this way because this is all they can do. Like there isn't a version right now that they can make of this hardware where you could look through it. But I think they would like to have it that instead of it using cameras that like, you just look through it because it's clear and they have some kind of projection on mm-hmm. the into your eyes or onto a screen which is also clear. Like I know what you mean but like I just feel like at the moment the product they can make is this one like and if you're going to make this product it has to be light sealed but i wouldn't necessarily assume that is all they're going to do with vision os
2: yeah no i i think there you there would be lots of obviously shared like the whole spatial os like that could be shared but just tech technologically and just how it works yeah. fundamentally like are you seeing a video Replication of your environment, or are you seeing the actual environment with stuff overlaid? Like those are completely different. Yeah. Camera and lens, you know, technologies like how to project that image, and so it, it, in like I expect in like in five years, in seven years, or whatever, we're gonna have a thinner and lighter goggles, but we're not gonna have like glasses that you put on. Oh like, no, glasses. Like Google, like, glasses? like a better Google Glass,
0: basically. It's you maybe know. fifteen years away. Yeah. It's, it's it's this is a this is like I, you know I'm I'm only repeating things I've heard people say but like it is expected that nobody has this like there's no one no one's doing this no one can do it yet but everyone's just kind of betting on the idea that I'm sure we'll get there like if everyone's pushing towards this as an idea we'll probably get there but there are a lot of interesting things that can and will be done with a mixed like the mixed reality products until then like and this is one of them and yeah as this thing gets as they bring out like apple vision right which will be whatever it will be and be cheaper um yeah i mean they 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 might be able to come up with something that cuts some stuff out and is a thinner thing and they'll then they'll make the vision pro better and but like yeah it is
2: yeah that's also that's also an interesting topic though too because i don't know if it was gruber on dithering maybe but i believe the idea that this product in some ways is a baseline of acceptability Mm -hmm. for apple so like they're not going to release a non-pro one that has less than 4k screens so then it's like so how do you make this cheaper than it's like plastic i guess like there's there's not many ways you can cut corners and keep the same baseline level of
1: just it will be cheaper the displays will be cheaper
2: like everything yeah uh, uh, well yeah the march of time yeah. will make it cheaper but that's not like a they, one they to two might years not thing need
0: all of the sensors they have in this thing in the future mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they may yeah. learn enough from the vision pro usage that they could cut their sensor array in half right that could be a way of doing it. like they might not the technology might not need to be as advanced in a couple of years' time after they've been making this thing and they've got more data of people using it. But, like, to achieve what they want to achieve requires way more and then the Vision Pro will get different things, right? So, like, it will always continue to be a product in the lineup but they may be able to cut the amount of sensors they put in the Vision Pro but then it gets X additional feature that, you know, like, as they normally
1: do. Like, I... There also likely will be a huge shift in just like with the Apple Watch of just like what they think people are going to use it for and what it, where it actually settles in the market.
0: Yeah. yeah. Which I think they've done a very good job with it so far of the way they've positioned it. Like they really only have shown the the basics of what an operating system that they make should have. Like the experiences that they've shown is like it has a web browser, it has messages, it can play video, right? Like it's very simple stuff, which I think is the right way to go, which is not the way that they introduced the Apple Watch. Um, and that they've kind of, now they're like, now it's up to you. And like we'll, and then in, you know, in six, seven months time, a year, or however long it's going to be, I think then they'll come back with a fuller picture of more of their experiences and developer experiences. I think, I genuinely think the way that they're going to do this compared to the Apple Watch is like, this is just a compute like you can just do anything with this it's a computer like what
2: do you yeah, want to yeah, do yeah, well, yeah. you can just do it like
1: like computer. developer focus from the beginning rather than the yeah. watch was pretty yeah. like not that
2: way I well, I I disagree with that a little bit like I came away from the keynote like very uh underwhelmed like I and maybe it's just because it didn't meet my expectations or but I, this, to me, the story felt really muddled and unclear, and they were showing experiences that I could not understand with the way they were showing them how they were good or an mm-hmm. improvement. the The primary one is FaceTime, where it's like when I put on goggles, like I want to be transported. To a f- space yeah, with other people, Facetime is the failure, I think, on a bunch of levels, and yep. and and instead they're show they're showing square floating mm-hmm. squares, and then they don't even get to see you; they get to see like a recreation of you, and it's like, well, this is just flat out worse than using yeah, an iPhone I, I, or an iPad. This is
0: one of the things that, that is my other takeaway. Like, I didn't like this personas thing. I definitely didn't like it in my uh, experience because my it was very janky. It did not look good. Yeah. And yeah. I think that Apple is missing on one of the key things that I've experienced with these headsets, which is these like having this presence with people by being yes. in a physical space with them. But the that thing is That was the missing thing, yeah. The way that I look at it is they're like, We do FaceTime, we're gonna make FaceTime. It's an open development platform, people are gonna make it. Like I assume that Meta will bring horizon workrooms to vision pro i think they would be really stupid not to because yes you and then you can continue making your hardware like it's fine but but bring it here but other people are going to do this and it's going to be fine i think that i also say realistically while that is a better facetime experience it is unlikely that i would use facetime anyway for these things because like this facetime like communications facetime is is no one's using it right outside of like i'm speaking to my friend and my family like for work
2: stuff people are people aren't
0: using facetime apple don't even use Facetime.
2: yeah and i had that so i had that feeling basically throughout the entire keynote where it's like you haven't sold me on why this is uh, like a staggering improvement no. of what exists, exists. But I basically did nearly a 180 hearing podcasts like your podcast and actually hearing how the demos went and having those explained where it's like, oh, that that's actually a much better <laughs> storytelling than the keynote. So I, I think the keynote is actually going to be remembered similar to the Apple Watch where it's like, oh, you were actually Kind of wrong about <laughs> what to prioritize here and and what to uh, emphasize. The thing I'll push like, back on is
0: the the Apple Watch keynote that I think is the infamous one was the product launch one. Which yeah, was you when, mean where it's like,
1: look at this wheel; it's like a planet. Like they're so uh, well, no, but when they were like,
0: you're gonna open hotel rooms with this, and you're gonna do this, and you're and it was like. It does everything, but when it kind of couldn't do everything, like it, it, that that platform wasn't built for that.
2: The thing that sticks to my mind when I say Apple Watch Keynote, so I don't know if I'm remembering the introduction or the launch one, but like Kevin Lynch, like drawing a fish. And oh, being yeah. like, Look, this yeah. is how yeah, I, yeah, how I yeah, asked yeah. to yeah. go get sushi. And it's like, no one, one is going to terrible. do that. Yeah, yeah. No one will ever do that. And, you know, like the heartbeat stuff or like having your contacts, like its own
1: Stop putting you two on my phone is like it's that Apple where it's like <laughs> yeah. you guys. I, I think
0: personas has the potential to be the digital touch. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I'm. I i do not think it's, it's cringy. Go over with people. It's cringy. Yeah. Um. And yeah. and if they can like actually make it work, great, awesome. But I don't. It just. I feel like the barriers, the hurdles are way too high like to make that an experience yeah. that people are going to want to use and I think will mm-hmm. be memed on way too hard, right? Like I just don't yeah. – I'm not convinced about that. And my hope is and my expectation is that I will just be able to use a an Memoji and FaceTime calls when I'm wearing yeah. a pro and that's realistically all Yeah, yeah but you're I not going like, to
1: do that. I mean, this is like an antisocial device. It's not a social device. It, it's not for social well, interactions.
0: It depends. I mean, I don't think it's for a social interaction in Facetime, but I think it could be a social interaction in other what we've previously called metaverse-like applications. Like,
2: I, I do yeah. think... Uh, because yeah. I've
0: experienced it, and it and it's great. Like,
2: yeah. No, I'm I'm bullish on those type of experience, even though I've never used one personally. I can like imagine what that would be like, and it's appealing to me. And that was one of the disappointments of. The keynote is there was no story of that type of meeting yeah. space for people. It was very isolated. I, I mean. hope that they do it for the next one, like so when they show
0: it off when it's ready. You know, to for, like, and they do the real like come and see how amazing this thing is. Like I, I genuinely hope. I mean, honestly, I hope that they bring Meta up, but they won't do that. But like, I hope that they do because yeah. it's important for both companies to like re- understand like what they're good at and what they're not.
1: But can that thing that thing from a computational standpoint probably cannot uh, run a metaverse? really well
2: well it's more powerful than it's way more powerful, any powerful than anything Quest, facebook has, uh, Meta has made. yeah
1: none of those can i'm just saying like i'm not sh- like i'm not really familiar with the space tightly but uh, my guess is that even a high-end gaming pc could probably not run a metaverse where the reality that the vision pro is giving you in terms of spatial awareness and stuff it would keep up to that that you could run on the vision pro you know what i mean like well,
0: everything it, just looks cartooning and it's fine yeah like, yeah, and yeah that, but even it genuinely works like it works you, you doesn't need to be more than that
1: yeah it's just i think the thing that the real thing that would be beautiful is like the spatial stuff is already good and tight now if the graphics can reach up to it and it's like a lush environment it's like oh you're going through a canyon mm. and it's like a, it feels very real that's a different level of that's a different thing
0: yeah it's like they have these environments, right? These like 3D environments that you can be in. And they look really good. I mean, but I could look at the, a rock in front of me and I could see that it was a 3D generated texture. Exactly, Like I could yeah. see that by looking mm-hmm. fidelity's at it. The fidelity way higher. I would say I, it would be nice. It doesn't change the feelings that I have though. So like... When I'm yeah, in a Horizons it, workroom in like a terrible-looking cartoony <laughs> office environment with like a colleague who's like glitching out, it does not change my <laughs> feeling of that we are in that space yeah. together. Your yeah. brain gets used to it so quick, and it it kind of doesn't matter.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, lusher graphics is like obviously like a, a thing to reach for, but it's like yeah. I mean, it's like the new <laughs> the new Zelda game is running on. What five year old or six year old hardware, oh, and, and it's like d- doesn't compare to modern stuff. That and, was a multi year old chip when it shipped in 2017, right. or whatever. So, like, yeah. yeah, so like graphics definitely aren't like the end all mm-hmm. be or there's not gonna be some like leap where it's like, oh, finally, this is like realistic enough to look like reality. Like, there are 3D spatial experiences that can be really meaningful with like the crudest of graphics.
0: The biggest leap that Apple has made over all of their competition is their pass-through video. That's the leap. Mm-hmm. Like I have a quote-unquote Pro headset with full-color pass-through video. It's absolute trash compared to this. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you know, like people have said this. I've experienced it. Like I can read, right? Like when when I was wearing the Vision Pro, I could read things in the ruler. Ru- there was like a book in front of me on the table. I could read the cover, like
1: of a like a book with small type, like a normal book. It
0: was like the the it was a book on a coffee table, like uh-huh. at that kind of distance from me on the sofa, and I could read the the words on the cover. Oh, like, okay. I wasn't trying to, but I know that I could. You know, yeah. And people said this, and I'm sure you could like pick up your phone and read your phone. Or so, I think Federico got a notification on his Apple Watch, and he looked at it and read it. When I'm wearing the Quest Pro, I can't read anything. It's not high enough quality. Like, and even with the with the Vision Pro, I could tell I was looking through a camera. Like, okay. I was in a room which was decently lit, but it looked like a camera that didn't have enough light. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like a little grainy, but yeah. not in a way that I mean, it just felt very natural, very comfortable. That's their leap, like that's their, their actual actually. I think that's one of, one of the reasons this thing costs three and a half thousand dollars. It's like what they have done to make that look good and react fast and like feel real time. Like that's that's their big breakthrough. Yeah, but it's hard to it's hard to understand it until you try it. But like it genuinely feels like you're looking through it. Which I've not experienced with with other stuff.
2: I would love to experience that. But it's a long way. I'm not special. It's a long way away.
0: <laughs> I do have that thing of like now I'm like oh man, she <laughs> gave me the first taste, and then it's just like oh. yeah.
2: <laughs> my so my kind of overall prediction or impression, obviously having never used it, I'm relying only on the keynote and people's you know secondhand experiences, is that. I think this is going to follow a similar path to the iPad where there's going to be a group of people that have a real excitement for it from a productivity standpoint that are going to be left wanting where it's like, Oh man, imagine all the potential. It's like, I can have a screen Mm -hmm. screen here, here and here and do all this. And then you're going to butt up to the limitations often, And have these tiny little paper cuts where it's like, I really, really want this to work, but I'm just going to use my Mac. Biggest (laughs) difference. Biggest (laughs) difference. I've
0: thought about this too is you can just put your Mac as a window inside of the thing and still also use Vision Pro apps in conjunction. So, like, if I have, like, a thing that I need to do, which my, so, like, say, one of the things I can't do with my iPad is record podcasts and edit podcasts. I can do that in the Vision Pro. And it, and then I have, like, one screen where I've got, say, Audio Hijack running and da-da-da-da-da. But then if I need to look at my show notes, I can have the Safari Vision Pro app open.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that is true. That is also something that is like solved by, you know, having two monitors or, you know, there's, there, there's any number of ways to skin that cat, I guess. Um, so it, it remains to be seen, but like, I, I see all the, you know, the people now that the, the SDK is out and stuff, you see like people putting their apps in and stuff, and they're all like really cool demos like what we talked about earlier it's like oh you can leave an app like in the other room and like come back and get it and it's like cool demo but is that actually useful in a real way that overcomes the arduousness of like putting on this headset and the battery limitations and all those things like is a floating screen leaving an app in a room is not is not great like
0: that just like it's yeah. a
2: thing you can do but like
0: that's not yeah what you care about yeah <laughs> but i like the idea of of say taking spotify putting it down there you know and it's just away from me but i know it's there and i can go look at it it's like if you are a person who likes the idea of window management this is like the most window management you could ever
2: wish for which i think there is yeah. a power in that <laughs> There's a power in that. I wonder, though. Yeah. So it's like for some people, sure, I think. But it's funny. It's like window management for a lot of people and like novices and stuff, too, is like it becomes an anxiety or like a thing you it's like i have all these that was part of the brilliance of the ipad is like the simplicity of like everything's full screen or whatever and so it's like now in S, like you've just added a z depth to, to like window management it's like oh no now i like have to worry about it still does a
0: good job of of like on its own like it will just like if you open an app it will put it in front and just shift you know like it's doing yeah. a lot of its own management but you have a flexibility that has like never existed before where you could just take a window and put it on the ceiling. <laughs> like, you know, like you could just do yeah. that. Like if you want to, yeah, yeah. your canvas is as big as your view and more so depending on how you're doing it. So yeah,
2: it's, it's going to so be anyways, weird. But I, it, it's going to remain to be seen, but continuing on the like iPad analogy. So I'm like pretty bearish on like productivity. I'm very bullish on like content consumption like i think this is going to unlock experiences that are wholly new yep. and enticing enough to where it's going to be worth whatever it costs to buy like the, i would like the sitting courtside and like an nba game like that is not an experience that you that's like a wholly new yeah. thing outside of buying <laughs> that many thousand dollar ticket to actually go to a game like that's a really I, I i wish stuff like that was like harped on more in the keynote because those new experiences are new like we, you, we couldn't do those before and they're they're leaning into the strengths i think of this thing which is like an isolated like content consumption yeah.
0: thing. i think that will come later the problem with that i agree with you it would have been amazing if they could have done it the problem is they need someone to work with them. Like, the Apple can't just take a camera and put it courtside at an NBA game. Like, ESPN yeah. or whoever is going to have to work with them and let them do it. And I have heard that Apple has apparently created a camera standard. Like, and maybe they're going to make these cameras. And I'm sure that they're doing this for Major League Soccer. And I have no doubt that when we see it next time, they're going to say, like, and we have our partnerships. Here's the beginning of them. you know like you know like what that de- that sizzle reel that Disney made, right? There will be some real yeah. stuff. like I watched it again, like what Disney made looked amazing, like you know like they' watching the game, and like you're looking at this top down view. It's like that is impossible. Like they <laughs> will not yeah. put the work in that is needed to do that yet, but there will be stuff, and that just like the immersive video thing that I watched, if just watching like I was above the net. Like it was amazing. Like, I mean, F1, and I would love to watch know. sport like that. And they they'll do that. That is doable. Apple bought a company that was already doing this. There was a company called Next VR. They made this stuff, and so they bought that company. They understand the technology. They have inherited some partnerships, I'm sure. Like they all find a way to do it. But I just think now's not the time because they couldn't do the deals because they do not want to tell anyone.
1: It's
2: just not a market for it yet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so one, th- one thought I had is, like, think of the the Hamilton uh yeah. Disney yeah. video production that is, like, very well produced, very well shot, very well edited. Would you rather watch that, or would you rather watch a front row, like, VR... Like, sitting in this, yeah. ...experience? It's like, I would rather do that. Like, that sounds amazing, actually. And so I think there's gonna... It's gonna unlock all these, like live type they don't necessarily have to be live but a live type experience where it's like oh this is this is different like this is this is new and so that's what excites me the most about this new thing it's very cool did you buy a
0: mac studio dan i did
2: oh do you have it now Now that's coming tomorrow i have the monitor already as we spoke about but Mm -hmm. uh i bought a mac studio so you did it then detaching
0: the computer and the monitor I did. we spoke about this I don't know how many episodes ago yeah it's happening it's happening I'm very excited
1: for you now Dan's gonna make 20 videos a month
2: yeah now it's yeah. like I've got some uh, what processor did you get? I did not get the ultra another cowardly okay. move by me <laughs>
0: I wouldn't say that's a cowardly mode. <laughs> uh, typical cowardly it's dad. It's like, you're not,
2: you're not going to spend $10,000 on a computer and a monitor. You coward. Coward. Um, yeah, so it is a... What's the next one down? Max? Max. Yeah, it is a max. Yeah. Four terabytes. I splurged on the hard Ooh. drive. and you sure uh, did. I guess 96 gigs of RAM, I think. Uh, that's a lot of RAM. Yeah.
1: Well, it's funny because it's not a lot of RAM. Like, I feel like five years ago, it wouldn't have been a lot of RAM. Right? 96 gigabytes?
0: Yeah. That's an obscene amount of RAM. <laughs> I
1: mean, I mean my- that is huge. I thought that something... <laughs> five I thought, years ago, we were using like eight. <laughs> I thought that Apple's new, like, fast, fancy RAM. Like, I thought that RAM numbers were higher, and then Apple released fast, fancy RAM, and so they went lower again. Maybe I'm wrong. That was my like rough impression without like really following things.
0: Apple's thing is it's the it's the unified memory. Yeah. So like the RAM is shared. That's what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, but but that's still 96 gigabytes of RAM is like bananas
2: amounts. That's so much for this.
1: Yeah, for this setup. But I wouldn't. My yeah. No, I see what you're
2: saying. Like my computer now is 64. Yeah, mine has 64
1: gigabytes of RAM, and this is a
2: 2017. Yeah. So
1: I would not be like oh. Like I was, I was looking at a computer too, and I was like, "Oh, thirty-two gigabytes of RAM." Like I already have that my computer, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, but this is like much faster, fancier RAM." And I think that's what I mean.
0: It is faster. I I I, see. I think that like the numbers stopped increasing so much Mm -hmm. at a certain point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I don't think there was a while where it was like, "Oh, we got to keep." Yeah, but yeah, DDR five, which I think is the RAM that Apple uses, and that is like the industry. It's very quick, and so like. I don't think you needed to have the exponential growth that we yeah. had, but like 96 gigabytes of RAM is a low RAM for now. <laughs> for this
1: kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. 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 Cool. Hopefully it exciting. feels fast. It'll definitely feel fast <laughs> compared to your current computer. It's like it's like probably like a hundred yeah, times got, faster. You
2: had Ma- an iMac Pro. It's not a pro. No. It's just a souped-up oh, iMac. 2017. Are you a
1: Hobart-
0: <laughs> Dan, if you if you cannot feel the speed of this computer, you don't deserve. this yeah, that's computer. Right. You need to return it yeah. and and get something else.
1: Dan and I have the exact same computer. It's a 2017 iMac.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you don't, if you do not feel a, a difference in literally everything that you do, then, <laughs> then you can't see, it. you just can't find it. It's wasted on you.
1: Yeah. It's like a core i5, you know, Intel. I mean, wow. it's like, this computer's going to be 100 times faster. I mean, it's like,
0: yeah, it's going to be bananas. It's silly. You're going to have yeah. a right time. Silly. You're ripping through everything. You've be sending so many messages. It, but, it, I mean,
2: well, it's funny. It's like my computer, my current computer feels completely sufficient in basically everything I do, except the big boy stuff, you know, premiere specifically Adobe premiere and Adobe after effects. So like those are but the you two won't
1: feel that way in like a month from now where you'd be like you Safari. You think it's normal yeah. for Safari windows yeah, to open that part, but it's like, it's that won't be true. the case anymore. It's and if true. you went back to your computer, you'd be like, what <laughs> if
0: I open an app and it bounces, if the icon bounces, mm-hmm. something's wrong. with that. App. <laughs> Even like Seriously, even like, like heavy
2: ones, like Logic and...
0: Logic doesn't, but like it, the only apps that I see that consistently bounce... Oh, okay, my Logic's bouncing now. Okay, so you, I'll take that back. Logic bounces <laughs> a bunch of times. But like if they're, they're apps that I'm aware that they're going to do it. Yeah. Like if I opened like Notes and it bounces, yeah. like, oh, Notes is broken. Really. Yeah. Like everything opens like immediately.
2: Well, I'm excited. I'm gonna get it set up uh, great tomorrow. I guess. Buckle up, Dan.
0: Things just like how how much faster it starts up. Yeah. Like when you start up your machine, I
2: never shut it down. How much though, quicker so. it will
0: be. <laughs> well, but even from sleep, like yeah. the experience of waking it up, it's like it's just ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna have a great time. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, we have a couple of loose ends to tie up. Mm. In our 100th episode, spectacular. <laughs> there is a note in our document that says the coffee shop with no
2: paper cups. Yeah. I I had some follow-up on this. There's some questions. (laughs) (laughs) It's like after we talked about this, well, we should, a refresher, Mike, you were talking about a coffee shop in London that does not have any paper cups whatsoever, and the idea is you bring a mug or Mm -hmm. you have to buy one of their travel mugs. Correct. And so I don't think we mentioned this on the show but i was like listening back and then i was thinking about it and i was just surprised how hostile that is to tourists to non-locals it's like exactly
0: (laughs) yes this was what bothered me because when i was in the store there was a non-english speaking tourist who they were trying to have to explain that this person had to pay an extra five pound deposit for a travel mug And, and as i said like this coffee shop is like world famous so people when they come to london yeah. there's like a couple of them they go there and they're like no yeah <laughs> like yeah. oh you could bring it back to us oh when what when i go back to tokyo <laughs> like what am i gonna mail it to you like yeah i find it preposterous yeah it's possibly. like i could not think there's got to be a better solution yeah
2: there's there's got to. I could imagine this working on some kind of small town where everyone knows everyone's name and you know, it's like yep. a tight knit community where it's like, okay, here's the deal. Like, Oh, we know about this coffee ship. You got to bring your mug. It's like, that's fine. But in a big city with tons of transient traffic, you gotta so, have something better than,
1: and so I think this. it would be so hard to convince me that the embodied energy <laughs> in like a thousand Paper cups is less than a <laughs> mug, like a thousand.
0: Yeah, you. I would because they've still got to make a ton of those mugs. They just yeah. didn't mind, okay. Look, every customer is having to buy one of these mugs. The
1: <laughs> only thing that matters in sustainability, anything, is embodied energy. How much energy is in the thing? How much energy it carries with it? Can it be recycled? Like, it's full life cycle. It's really it's hard to track It's not just this the stuff.
0: production, right? And it's not just the recycle. It's what does it do over its period. It's not know?
1: just the production. It's the full life cycle.
0: They feel like some kind of like... It feels like... They're like made of some kind of like recycled plastic thing. You know, know, it's got that feel to it, you know? Like, I
1: I, I don't know if they're either aluminum or ceramic. Doesn't matter. Either way, it's got to be worse, 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 worse than aluminum. It's like, it's so ridiculous. (laughs) It's all virtual signaling. It's all someone with a
2: marketing. The
0: plastic cup. You got a plastic cup.
2: It's just, oh my God. so, (laughs) So, I think it's a fun it's like i don't know if we want to do this now but it's like okay how would you design a program oh. that you know works does this well does does this well so it's like you encourage i think encouraging people to bring their encouraging locals fine. to bring their own mugs, fine and so how do you so the, i off the top of my head the most obvious thing is you still have paper cups and you do it kind of like Uh, grocery stores with bags where it's like you're either charging some nominal fee for the cup or you're discounting it's like coffee's four bucks bring your mug it's three bucks or whatever so
0: Starbucks here I don't know if they're just in America but Starbucks here do that like your drink is more expensive if you bring a if -hmm. you pay if they give you a cup and and it's on the thing it's like cup charge like you pay for the cup but if you bring your own cup it's cheaper yeah. Right? And so, like, that is the way to do it. Yeah. But, I, well, That's that good. is a way to do it. It, I don't believe that that is effective, though, realistically. I,
1: it must not work very much. And, again, no. the pr- I mean, you're going to start me on a real rant here. But, like, <laughs> the problem is that, like, that same embodied energy problem still exists. And the person who maybe buys three aluminum mugs or whatever, thinking they're being sustainable, they're, like, the worst. Compared to just mm-hmm. buy someone who buys paper cups their entire life. Like mm-hmm. I don't know the numbers, but I, it's gotta be hundreds, if not thousands yeah, because of Because if cuffs.
0: you I guess if you over a ten year span forgot your mug three times and bought another one because you thought yeah, you were being and you just better buy for the one you think you're sustainable. <laughs> it's like
1: what have you done? It's like mm-hmm. no way mm. worse. <laughs> it's just like it's just like here in the States, like glass is basically not recycled anymore and plastic absolutely isn't. And so Everyone thinks, oh, look, I'm recycling being sustainable. It's like, no, the actual answer would be have to have pa- paper packaging. That's actually the solution. The, the way here. to solve so this the answer problem is, to have like-
0: is someone needs to make a paper cup that does not require the plastic lining inside of it. Like, that's the way to solve the problem. But it's a new coffee cup. Like, it's a new thing. It doesn't exist. There's a reason that plastic seal is inside of the pieces of paper, which is why coffee cups aren't typically recyclable. But, like... I don't know what you do, right?
1: Yeah, here's the way to solve it is if you're Starbucks is you work on the R&D in that right yeah and you figure out here's the paper here's the post-consumer plastic cup that that can be re- recycled again
0: which i i would expect they are right like i expect that that they would be yeah, yeah. like why wouldn't you right like and and yeah yeah i don't know how you do but it.
1: honestly none of this like this isn't these aren't the problems to solve these are the problems to, like th- these aren't the actual no. problems that's the other yeah. thing about this whole thing it's like it's like not where we should be putting our mental energy if we're trying to solve this problem. Like, it's not the paper. If it's a paper cup, you are so far ahead of the game. Then if it could be post-consumer paper, like, oh, who cares if you can't recycle that cup again? Mm. Like, that's not the problem to solve. That's like a millionth of a tenth of percent of the problem. Not like these other big things, you know? So that's what bothers me about this stuff is it distracts us and... Puts our energy into these things where we think we're being affected, but we're not. And it's actually, we should, it should be more efforts shifting where our energy goes into this yeah. stuff.
2: So yeah, it's yeah. And an overall like, uh, uh, putting the blame on individuals rather than kind of larger yeah. bodies it's like oh you need to drive an EV or you need to recycle or do this and it's like putting it all on the individual person instead of like actually if we it was more of a top down <laughs> you could make much bigger so bad. things to uh, I can make a maybe devil's advocate argument that I don't even know if I agree with but it's interesting to think about is like if this whole idea of like we're encouraging you to bring your own mug and to not use this disposable cup, it's not about saving that one cup from the landfill, but it's like trying to create a, uh, a feeling in some, or like, uh, a a practice in someone to like Oh, I'm actually conscientious about this, like I'm actually moving towards a place where I'm being thoughtful and actually thinking instead of just cruising through life and accepting everything Not that's thinking. coming to me. Yeah. It's like so that is maybe the the argument for this type of setup. And I do agree with like some of these steps of like making people be making people think
0: about sustainability, mm-hmm. pushes action more greatly for sustainability the problem is when it then becomes like a blame thing like that's when the yeah. line yeah. is like very complicated and yeah. especially like the thing that annoys me so specifically about this coffee shop is the amount that they charge for the cups because they are 100 <laughs> percent making a profit on it and that just annoys me it just Gosh, annoys they, me
1: <laughs> they, they could probably do like an aluminum like an aluminum really thin aluminum cup that's just like a cup with no handle or something and i guess you'd have to have a handle for the heat but you yeah. could probably pull off something that is kind of cool and a cultural thing and yeah but it's just <laughs> my gosh <laughs> i don't know we'd love to be proved wrong but i really have a hard time believing it's not way, way worse it annoys me yeah well, look at us. Middle-aged curmudgeon men. These <laughs> young people today.
2: <laughs> should, we, uh, should we mention that we launched the Mark III?
0: I would love to mention that because I have mine now, and I have been Ooh, using it you. constantly for the last two weeks, like way more than I thought I would.
1: When, when do you <sighs> use a mechanical
0: pencil? I just have it on my desk. Mm. Like, I, it's just as simple as like, I just have it on my desk, and I pick it up and like grab it to make a quick note like I would do Anything, right? Like any item mm-hmm. that I own, like any pen that I own. And I'm just finding myself really enjoying the experience of using this product. Like it's my second favorite now after the Mark Ooh. 1.
1: Whoa. wow! whoa, whoa. So,
0: That's great to
2: hear, Mike. Yeah. Cool.
0: I like The Mark 2 was never really for me. Like it just wasn't for me. Like the, yeah. the pocket pen idea is not particularly something that I look for. But I do like a good mechanical pencil, and this is a good mechanical pencil. Like it's, I've I've had a great time with it, uh, and I I just think it's like the the thing that really struck me was the thing that I just wasn't sure about at first was the dimensions, like mm-hmm. making it slimmer, while it looked like sometimes like a little awkward because I knew the Mark One so well that it looked yeah. like yeah. it was like uncanny <laughs> like valley different. or something. Yeah. <laughs> like wait, I know this, but Move that doesn't look like that but in using it the thinness the thinness of it was 100 percent needed Mm -hmm. uh i don't don't know why but like i feel like if it was the thickness of the mark one i would not enjoy using it as
1: much oh yeah i'd feel wrong i don't know why i don't think we ever really it was just like an intuitive thing that we were like this feels like it should be slimmer and then you know obviously we like test it and stuff but I think it's maybe about like precision or something. I don't know. It just feels like they should be thinner. It's like a weird thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I can't answer it, but I, I think this is a fantastic product. I, I really, really love it. I think it's, it's, it's exceeded my expectations because it's making me want to use a mechanical pencil more than I was previously using one.
2: Mm. Mm. That's awesome. That's well, good cool. to hear. Yeah, awesome. we're excited yeah. to finally kind of be over the hump, and now it's just. Available in our store, in store.
0: Imagine that.
2: The product that yeah, we it took offer. A
1: long time. <laughs> it's a product in the uh, <laughs> It's funny too, because I I think we we were definitely thinking about some kind of mechanical pencil, but we had like a survey out to like customers be like, hey, what would you want us to make? And this was like by and far the like top thing that people wanted us to make. Like this was like post right after Mark One campaign, yeah. I think, or something. And and so it's interesting, you know. We should probably do that again. Yeah, I, it will be curious to see, like, especially with ongoing. We have no idea how it's going to, how well it's going to do ongoing. You know what I mean? Like, we have no idea, and so it'll be really. Cur- I think it will really teach us something. If, yeah, we I don't know. We could learn a lot from it, just depending on like how it's received or like, you know, with ads and stuff how it works. So yeah, it's
0: gonna, I'll be interested just because, you know, I feel like I understand the pen market. Even the general pen market, yeah. way more than I understand what the market is for a mechanical pencil. Like I feel like yeah. I don't understand what that looks like. Is are these things that people want? Like I, 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 do. I feel like people maybe have more of a innate understanding of a nice pen over a nice pencil.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, but I don't like, know why.
0: I, I know that
1: there's way less competition in the in the nice mechanical pencil world. Right, Like, definitely the market's smaller than the nice pin world, yeah. But
0: maybe that's why there's less competition, right?
1: <laughs> it, there's not as many nice mechanical pencils that are like this. You know, yeah. most mechanical pencils that are nice are even more very technical looking, very like furniture, like lots of stuff. And so, this is even more striking, right, than the Mark One in terms of the market. So, who knows? Like, I have no idea. It's, yeah, I guess it's, it's
0: specific, we'll right? It's drafting pencils. That's yeah. what that's the expensive stuff, it's like rotaring Like which was mm-hmm. yeah. my previous favourites were rotaring mm-hmm. Like that they mm-hmm. they were the ones yeah. that I like to use the most.
1: So we'll see. There's a I'm sure there's a fountain pen in our future and so. maybe a couple other things, so <laughs> okay. we'll see.
0: Fountain pen freaks will come out strong for you. <laughs> I'm
1: sure Did you say it. fountain pen freaks? Yeah, the FPFs. <laughs> Those fountain pen freaks. They really are. They just go crazy. They're gonna love
2: it. Thoroughly considered is a joint production between Relay FM and Studio Neat. You can find out more about this episode by going to relay.fm slash tc one hundred.